The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before we get going, let's say hi to everybody. First off, let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm tired. I know you are. We got in so late last night. Um, am I allowed to speak? No, we have to say hi to everybody, and then you can tell everybody oh, what we did. He's like Hitler. Okay. I like da, Hitler. Da, da so we have a chat room filled with people, and it's filling up even more. We want to say hi to some people. Angela Joseph is in the chat room. Teresa, she's in Colorado. Teresa Sabin is in Florida. Lady Lake Music, Cindy, she's in Florida. Don Hinton's in California. Jeff Dickinson is in the chat room. Hello. Welcome to the show. Anton from Australia. Um, oh, I, uh, Let's see. I don't know. It's going by too fast. I can't actually read it. But anybody who's in the chat room, we got a great show for you guys today. We have superstar horror actress Sarah French coming on, and then we have Steve Ham coming on. It's going to be a fun show. Plus, we're just having fun in general because tomorrow's my birthday, and I'm going to be 56. I'm getting old, but uh, in celebration of it, we went to a great event last night. I'm going to let Ron tell you about it. Excuse me. You said it's your birthday, mm-hmm. and... And it's also our nine-year – oh, thank you. They like my haircut. My, it's also Ron and I's nine-year wedding anniversary tomorrow. He forgets that part because he didn't get me a gift. You didn't get me one either. Uh, you don't deserve one. <laughs> when you deserve one, I'll get you. I didn't give you a gift. Look what I gave you for your birthday, which we won't tell yet because you have to see it to believe it. It costs a lot of money. Hi, Astro. This is Astro. He wants kisses and love. My little baby. Um I'm tired. Yeah, because we went to Sadie's birthday party last night in the beer garden. I don't drink beer, but um, I drank a lot of beer. And beer gets me very buzzed, more than martinis. You know, vodka martini takes a lot. But beer, for some reason, I don't know, maybe the sugar in it. So we were but, at the Red Lion. But beer absolutely gets me buzzed. So I'm a little under the weather. We got home at like 1.30. We had a blast. Some, so we, it was Sadie Katz's birthday. So we were there with Sadie and her fiancé, Miles, and Jessica Cameron, Cameron and Thomas Haley. Is that Thomas? Augie Duke. Augie Duke. All of the good screen queen. Uh, fun uh, people. Fun people that we've had on our show. Um, a lot of them couldn't come because of uh, reasons. You know, a lot of them didn't want to come because of COVID. But. The beer garden did a beautiful job. The tables were all six feet apart, only six people per table. We all kept our masks on until we did pictures. It was out of doors, so it was quite safe. 
Yes, they said we're looking fabulous too. By the way, Ryan oh, got really? a new haircut too, you guys. See how gorgeous. Now I look like Kim Novak. And 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 B Claudia just joined us from the uh, chat room. So what's up, B? How are you? She's from Germany. Anybody who's listening. Right. And um. Uh. Anyway, we're gonna have a fun show. And Don wants to know what watch you wore today, so you should just show it to her. I'm wearing one of our um. Forty nine watches. Forty nine watches, and this is a blue. And yellow watch because I'm in blue and white right oh, now. So they can see. There yeah. you go. My shirt is is navy blue and white. Um, I hope I can make it without sunglasses, but I'm starting to tear up already. I may have to go and put sunglasses on, which I hate doing because. But anyway. They said Teresa Saban. Yep, Teresa Saban says she loves your haircut. Yeah, it's cute, isn't it? Look at Kim Novak. Remember her from Vertigo? <laughs> I look like Kim Novak. It's a Kim Novak hairdo. But anyway, um, yeah, I just had cataract surgery not long ago, folks. So that's the reason why I need to have sunglasses. But I'm going to try very hard not to wear sunglasses because it's kind of like, you know, I hate when you meet people and they don't take their sunglasses off because you don't know where their eyes are going. And you could tell a lot through people's eyes, you know, expressions. They say you look good in shade. So, and also Backpack John is here. I didn't say hi to Backpack John. I don't think. I'm Back sorry. Backpack. John. John uh, He's the one who didn't know what a glory hole was. I know, I know. I now, oh, yeah, my daughter Deirdre said she read somewhere that glory holes are becoming very famous now all over the country because gay people cannot have uh, contact. I mean, this is like sick gay people. I don't get it. But now they're all drilling holes in the walls in men's rooms, and they put their penises through the holes, and they said that that's safe because uh, there's no contact, there's no fate. You know, the, the wall acts as a shield. And I thought, oh, that's very interesting. And then you go down on somebody's dick that could be syphilated in all kinds of diseases, and you don't know who they are, what they look like. So, you know, you're really mentally ill if you stick your head through it. No, they don't stick their head through the hole. The well, they do stick their head. It's just no, a different head. It's, it's the, guy, the guy sticks his wine through the hole. And, of course, you don't put your head through the hole. It's Teresa not. Saban says whatever gets you through the night. And, oh, Thomas Claxton has joined us. Hey, Thomas, I hey, hope you're Tommy. doing good with your physical therapy. Yeah. I start mine next week. Yeah, and how's your girlfriend? Are you with the same girl? Yes, I think she is. Good. She's sweet. I liked her. Yes, she's fabulous. Um, that was like last night at Sadie Katz's birthday party. I was running around, I guess a little buzzed, telling everybody they have to get married. You know, Sadie and Miles are getting married. I wonder when. And Augie Duke was there. And I said, Augie, when are you going to get married? She said, ask him. He's the one. She wants to get married, but he's a little reluctant. He came out of a bad marriage. And then, of course, there's Jessica Cameron with this handsome, hunky guy. Really sexy, big. He was in Blind. Yeah, he played the cop. And she's such a sexy, gorgeous Anita Ekberg lookalike. And they're a great couple. They're getting married. So I said to Jimmy, isn't it nice being around all these young newlyweds instead of being around the old men that piss in the beds? You know, you got to hear about that <laughs> shit. Or my wheelchair claw, you know, got stuck and I spun around for a few hours. We don't want to hear that. Or my walker broke. Or, uh, I have a walker now from my operation on Monday. Yeah, Ron won't even look at it. No, I don't want to look at it because it makes you an old man, and I don't like old men. I don't like old people like me. I would never go to bed with anybody my age. 80? God, no. I want to give a shout-out, too, because Bill Victor Arukan. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Arukan? Arukan? Uh, anyway, uh, he, he was with us on Clown Motel, too. He's a great guy and produces a lot of movies uh, with Sumner Twins talent, so we want to give him a shout-out and say hello because he's fucking super cool. And uh, 
Oh, Lady Lake says her walker broke, and now everybody's joking. Now Miss Kim is in. I'm not sure who Miss Kim is, but hello, Miss Kim. The chat room's booming. You guys are going to have fun. Teresa Saban says you're never going to get old. I love Teresa Saban, I'll by the way. I'll, I'll die young. You know, when I was 19, oh, Sarah's here when, when I was 19, the only thing that broke on a woman was her bra strap. Now, at my age, they break everything, the old ladies. They break their elbows. They break their legs. They break their hips. They fall apart. I don't get it. They, women, when they get to be 80, just dismantle. dismantle. We also want to give a shout out. Stefan Bell is actually watching, and uh, and uh, everybody sh- he wants everybody to follow our Twitter, so it's at Dr. Jimmy Starr. We're going to let uh, Sarah you know, French come in really, now. Who really cares about Stefan? It's Tina we love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please, Stefan. Give Tina a big hug and a kiss for me. I love her so you much. Have to be nice. That's, that, oh, he's going to think you're serious. Stefan is is a, is a pothead. He's like a dope addict. Who no, cares not. about him? He smokes pot. He sits there in a coma. No, Whereas uh, Tina is an angel. Stephon's She's so genius, sweet. Actually. What? Stefan's like a genius. He is a genius. He said, "What do you call him? Shaw Stefan's no, <laughs> Stefan is like the most interesting looking guy. He's good looking and and very sexy in a weird way because he sits there almost like a monster from a horror movie." He'll just sit there and and utter these wonderful things, and his wife Tina, who's a beautiful Eurasian girl, beautiful no, Vietnamese. You're, you're, oh, she's Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Anyway, she's gorgeous. Is the most. Stefan says you're hilarious. <laughs> anyway, we- no, Tina is the most charming, engaging, lovely, sweet, classy broad. How she stuck with that creature, I will never know. <laughs> God, you know, Stefan. Well, everybody know that you're joking because they don't know that you're not joking. I'm not joking. Yes, you are. Stefan, marry her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's not marrying Tina. Anyway, we have we have Sarah. Anyway, here. I love Stefan, and I'm only kidding around. I would never ever do that shit <gasps> if I didn't like somebody. Oh shit! I think I just hit. Oh no, I didn't. I hit God one. All right, so we're gonna have we're gonna let Sarah French come in now. Oh wait, wait, wait! I gotta make an announcement. Okay. All of you men who are over sixty. And you have a heart condition, I would suggest you do not watch this show. Yeah, because you're going to see like the hottest woman. Because when Sarah French comes on, you are going to see the nowadays Kim Novak. She looks like Kim Novak. She's as beautiful as Kim Novak. And she's as sweet as could be. But the most interesting part of this beautiful, sexy woman is I find her to be a fabulous actress. So now... Introduce her. Oh, she's got to come on in. So here we Where go. Is Sarah Frenchie. There oh she my is. God. Yay! Is, is she not a beautiful girl? Look you guys her. stop. I can't help it. Every time I see you in private, I tell you how you're Kim Novak and you're beautiful. And I remember, I got to tell the story quick. We're driving into L.A. to see her movie Blind. And I said to Jimmy, Sarah French is starring in a movie. Can she act? All she is is tits and ass. You know, they always hire her to be this glamorous naked woman. Well, I'm sitting in the theater. Ten minutes into the film, I turned to Jimmy and I said, Oh, my God, she's fabulous. She is a fabulous actress. And you did such a job with Blind, I got to tell you. It, it's an Academy it's Award winning performance. Oh, no, no, no. Like I said, you didn't play it out. You didn't scream out and act stupid. You brought it in. You brought the audience in. Let's introduce her, and then you can talk all no, about that. No, wait a minute. That. Shut the fuck up. You, can, <laughs> you, you, you brought us into your blindness. You brought us into your suffering. We're going to talk about it. No, but wait a minute. Before you do, Big Mouth, I want to get my shots in. Um, 
you you brought me inside of you, and I was looking blindly out, feeling the pain of a beautiful movie star who now is blind. Performance was wonderful. Why you're not winning all kinds of awards, I don't know, but we have to... Re- she is winning awards. Blind won like 50 awards. Every film oh, yeah. award entered. Well, what, 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 what awards did you win? Sarah? Did you get Best Actress on a bunch of? Oh them? yeah, I got I got Best Actress on multiple ones. We got um, we got all sorts of awards for the film. It was amazing. Last wow. year, the the film fest last year was great. I mean, we had to do that run because we didn't know um, how to market the film, so we wanted to make sure we did the film fest circuit first uh, to kind of get a feel for it, and then we did really well. Why didn't you or Marcel let me know? I would have pushed it. Uh, he posted it on. He pushed it every day. He posted his yeah, award every saw, day. I never saw an award. You're full of shit. Uh, they won thirty. I think thirty like something award. I never saw it's like an the most award winning film ever. Anyway, hold on. We have uh, to wait introduce. Wait I get Marcel. I'm going to punch him right. In I'm the going to have him come on. The movie's I coming am. out. We're going to have him come on. So hold on, everybody. Now we want to welcome to. To the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous French. Gorgeous. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi guys, it's so good to see you. It's been a while, Jesus. I know. No, and what's really nice about Sarah is if you see her in person, she's got skin like satin. She's got twinkling, sparkling <laughs> eyes, and she doesn't wear a ton of shit on her face. She's all natural. She's, I try not to. <laughs> she's, a, she's a beautiful Norwegian. Or you're Norwegian, right? Yes, actually. Norwegian, Canadian, no American. No, um, it, um, German and Norwegian mostly. From where? Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota, yes. as as is Kim Novak, Arlene Dahl, and uh, Burt Reynolds' ex-wife. Or what the hell? Lonnie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson. Oh, and, I didn't know and, that. And, and Tippy Hedren from The Birds, who's my good buddy. Tippy and I are good That's friends, awesome. and she's from. Uh, Wisconsin also. No, Minnesota. Minnesota, excuse me. And you know what? You're all you're, you're all the same beautiful blondes. You all you all have that beautiful Norwegian Swedish blood. So hold on. <clears throat> we have a chat room, literally like tons and tons of people. So say, oh, say hi to say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi everyone in the chat room. <laughs> they all like love you. And and then we have one a resident perv. His name is Dave Hughes. He loves Sadie and Angie Stevenson. He loved uh oh, Sarah Julian. Jillian Prescott, no, he and only we want, had he Alyssa only, Dowling on the other only week. Wants yes, to, I saw that. He only wants to fly to America to grab Sherry Davis. Yeah, all the women. <laughs> so just say hi to our resident perv, Dave Hughes. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I mean, he's an old guy from where is he? He's in the UK. In the UK. And he doesn't miss our show because we bring on the most beautiful women. And right now we have probably one of the most beautiful women. Oh, stop. No, no, I don't. So it's so funny. Listen, too. When, you're my, when you're my age and you're a mess, you're going to think back and say, Jesus, I wish somebody would say how beautiful I am. <clears throat> no, everybody says it. Ron, you're gorgeous. When you're 80, well, let, let's see. What, I'll see what you look like when you're 80. You'll be looking down from heaven. No, I won't. I'll be only 180. <laughs> So I have to say, though, you know, one thing about you, because you're not like a lot of the other Hollywood actresses, because I actually uh, knew you. um, We had never met, but I knew who you were just through other stuff that you and Joe had done when I lived in Florida, which is like 12 years ago. And and I was looking at pictures of you 12 years ago and you actually look younger and more beautiful now than you did 12 years ago. It's like you're going in reverse. 
um, because you haven't aged a fucking bit in no, 12 years. Some of us do that. I know you do that too. Not me. I, mean, I get older. I get older every day, but like you look more beautiful all the time. All right, let's talk about I can one. thank my mom for the jeans. Thank you, mom. Yeah, thank you, girl. Now, am I allowed to talk about blind too or not? No. 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 No, but just know that uh, we're in pre production. With heavy pre-production right now. Yeah, that. that I know. We have to talk I about Blind One. I have, coming wait, out November second, 4th, I, I have think. to say something. I was so impressed with the movie Blind that I wrote about it in all my articles and all my news coverings as the number one film that I have ever seen in the horror world. Um, I, I just sat there loving every second of it. Uh, Marcel Waltz, in my eyes, is probably going to be the greatest, greatest director producer. He's got such style and such understanding of a film, and he makes a story come to life. Here's my yeah. point. I have ne I never look, Churchill's been our friend for a thousand years. I never asked Churchill, can I be in one of your movies? I don't do that because you put people on the spot. And then they, they say, you can't act. You stink. I don't want you in my movie. They can't say that. So they don't, they, don't know what, they don't know what to say. But when I see, I thought Marcel would be at Sadie's party last night. I was going to ask him, I am so impressed with you that I want to be in one of your movies. But then Jimmy said, you are going to be in one of his movies. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't know. I forgot. What was it called? The Bride? No, we're not allowed to talk about it. The wedding? You're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> the fucking title is You're not, not even allowed to talk about I the title. I hate Hollywood today. <laughs> I hate today's Hollywood. That's why he doesn't know anything, because he doesn't, uh, that no, way he doesn't say anything. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, I'm in, I'm in the business 64. I'm in the business 64 years. Mm-hmm. 64 years ago, when you made a film, you know what they used to say to you? Tell all your friends about it. It's pre-publicity. I would go to a cocktail party with maybe 40 people in Manhattan, and I'd start to say, listen, I'm in this and this and this. And then they would tell their friends and tell their friends, and the movie made money. Today, with this no pre-publicity, it's bullshit. The film comes out, and then two minutes later, the film is, is taken off the Not air. with blind. Wait till you see A this. blind is so good, folks. Listen, I blow smoke up. No one's ass, and I do not bullshit. I'm an honest guy. If you don't see blind... That's you're, ask, ask you're, her. You're really on. a schmuck. Hold on, real quick. Do you know what the, what what's the American release date? I know it's in the beginning of November. Um, you know they're the yeah, they're saying November third now. Okay, okay. So November third, you guys. Fourth. And if you go to certain stores, you can actually find the Halloween costume for Pretty Boy. Yes. And, yes. Uh, it's fabulous. So let's let's brag a little bit about Brian Blind before we talk about some other things. So. You guys, Blind was actually, it's directed by Marcel Waltz. It's written by. He's getting punched in the face by she, me. She, it, it's, written, <laughs> it, it's written by Sarah's significant other, Joe Netter. Yes. He's a fabulous writer. He writes he's some really great shit. He's, he's a, a really cool guy. And he's a fabulous guy in person. His personality. And he looks like he could hurt you. Oh, he could. <laughs> he could hurt you. He's, he's a, super nice. What is he, like 6'5"? <laughs> Yeah, he well, he's 6'3". He's a big guy. Oh, he's a really big guy. And if he's you look really at him from far away, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. And then you go and talk to him, and he's like the nicest yeah, guy Yeah, but wait ever. a minute. Oh, didn't he's a big teddy bear. Yes. Didn't he play Pretty Boy in the movie? No, Jed Rowan oh. did. Jed Rowan plays Pretty Boy. Why am I pretty thinking boy. he played Pretty Boy? No, he played the killer in Hanukkah. Oh, oh yes. okay. Got my movies. That bomb. Uh, <laughs> that's he's good nice. at playing killers. Oh, yes. Hanukkah that's was actually, the one. No, no, no. That's the actually word? how that's how Joe and I met. It was he played the killer. He cut my head off in my very first movie. <laughs> how cool is that? <laughs> and it was like love at first sight. It is love at first sight. 
So hold on, go back to blind real quick. You know, he he probably said, "I want head, and I'm going to take it home with me." And he cut your head off. So you guys, pretty uh, uh, pretty boy is played by Jed Rowan, who's having a a great run right now, just like you are in some other films. Oh Um, yeah, he's doing great. It also stars Tyler. I don't know if it's Gallant or Gallant. 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 Tyler Gallant. Um, who's skyrocketing Car- by the way Carol- Caroline Williams is also in it uh, Sherry Davis I'm bringing her up just because she's on our show yeah. I know she didn't have a big role no Sh- Sherry Davis needs breast enlargements because yes. she's so flat- <laughs> she's so flat chested she's yeah. not even sexy so you guys this movie, this movie is really good it's coming out November 3rd Sarah is the is the star and I mean the star like it's all about her it's you're just, gonna love her in the she film she does a fabulous oh, thank job. you guys um, you, know, you know what it was Today, and I, I, listen, I just told this to what's his name, the actor, and he agreed with me, and now he's doing it too. Uh, 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 Grico. Oh, Richard Grico. R- Richie I love Grico. him. I worked with him last year. Yeah, yes. I love R- Richie. Richie, we were on a four-way show a couple of weeks ago, and I said, actors today stand there and read lines. No, you're an actor. You're supposed to act. You're supposed to move your eyes a certain way, make an expression. You don't need sentences to tell the story. No. You can tell the story just by body language. And Honest, Rich- yeah, honestly, less is more. Yes. So, and, and Richie is key. That's, that's the Rich- way I look at it. Yes. And you were absolutely less is more. Yeah. You're drinking the wine. The thing I love is the oldest cliche in the world. I shouldn't say it. No, you can't talk about oh. it. You don't want to wreck No it. spoilers. No, but you no know spoilers. The, okay, when you open the refrigerator to get your wine, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. That, that is the oldest cliche in the world, what happens, but I loved it. Because, again, it got me. I went, oh! You know, and if a movie makes me, of all people, do, oh, it's got to be a good movie because I find most of our films ugly, terrible, and, haunt, and corny. Even the ones I'm in, some of them are shit a ruse. But uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, we've all done them. Listen, every film we've done from the beginning to now has led us to where we are today. Yes. Help us grow, elevate, and get better and better with each project we do. Some. Not all. Yeah, because some, some, some of them go back. You learn from everything. <laughs> I mean, some of them, some of them I say to myself, they must have been walking down the street and they said, hey, listen, we need somebody to get over here. Uh, I mean, an actor is an actor after years and years of work. Oh, my, my work today is not my work of 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. 60 years ago, my work was green. It was nervous. It was um, whatever. Now mm-hmm. my work is good. The only thing is I don't remember lines because <laughs> I'm old. So now I have an earplug. And Jimmy reads me my lines, and it works beautifully, just like the, all the other old bags. What actors have them? Like the, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp uses an earplug. Marlon Al Brando did. Al Pacino. Uh, the other Robert one, De Niro. Robert De Niro. All, wow. even, even Meryl Streep. All the old bags now, wow. my age. We, we, you forget. You're getting old. You know, so it works. But, yes, I agree with you. The more work you do. The one line I loved in the movie, and I forgot, I think it was the one with the people come out of the paintings. Oh, he liked Art of the Dead, which you're in that too. Yes. And I love your line when you're laying there on the floor and half dead, and you said, was it, what about me? Yeah. Well, what I, about me? I cracked up laughing. I thought that was the best line. I think the audience really enjoyed that. Um, I remember being at the premiere and leaving and everyone was coming up to me telling me how much they loved it. And 
they loved my character and what I brought to it. And they love that line too. <laughs> that, I see. I remember the line. I don't remember my name. But, so you guys uh, are talking about a movie. It's called Art of the Dead by, very the, good by the Mahal brothers who, but yes. after, after Marcel and the Mahal brothers are probably one of the best indie filmmakers that there are out there. Their movies are actually good. And you just shot one with, uh, Alyssa Dowling, right? A bit, yeah, like a yeah. One? Yes, we did Bloodthirst, and we shot that uh, right after um, everything lifted from COVID. It was in, I think, July in Vegas. So um, we were able to shoot in Vegas in July, which was amazing. Um, and Alyssa's in that one, in too, that one, too, and we play sisters. It was a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. And I have to ask you a question because I'm vague on this. I'm, in, I'm coming up. I'm going to get around it nicely. Uh, uh, Dave, it has me in a film of his coming up, and I play a dad. And one of my daughters is Sadie Katz. The other one is Sherry Davis. Are you my third daughter? <laughs> I have three daughters in this movie. Oh, no, I don't think so. How come? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask Dave. I thought, I thought your name was mentioned, if I'm not mistaken. The film has not even been funded yet, so I think he's working. Okay. He's working on a lot of, a lot of you know who Dave is. They, he's talking. She's talking about Dave Bailey from Clown Well, I don't want to use his last oh, name. Dave, he's great. Yeah, but I don't want to use his last name because then they know the movie works. That's okay. Well, they don't know the movie because it's yeah. not. So hold on, let's go back. So, so you're in you're in Rootwood too. That's Wait, one. Of, would you well, be my Would you be my third daughter? Yeah, she'd be your daughter. <laughs> She's like a granddaughter. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. I read Dave's script. I get scripts all the time that are pieces of crap. You can't even get through the three pages. Dave's script is so good. Even, even uh, Sadie loved it. It's a great script. You should get it from Dave and see. Maybe you want to do it. It's a good. It's going to be a. She's good actually. Movie. She doesn't have to read shitty scripts because her because her significant no. other. Her her significant other is a scriptwriter, and he's like actually really good. No, Dave, she gets to read. She no. gets to read good shit, not all the crap we read. D D Dave, <laughs> Dave's story. You can't is, talk is, about it. No, is a lead you to believe one thing, and then right away twists it around and shocks the shit out of you when it becomes something else. And I, as the father, am the most shocked. That's all I'm going to say. Nice. So let's go back. Good. So you guys. First of all, Let's brag for. Well, what's it called? I don't know. It's got a weird. I know name. you're not allowed to. You can't mention name, that anyway. Dave doesn't mind. I've already talked to Dave about it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know the name, so let's move on because she's she's got a she's got a thing in twenty. She's got to leave in twenty four minutes because she's oh, got a bullshit. fitting. No, she's got a fitting. She's they'll, they'll she's wait. working. They'll work. She's working. Yeah, she's working. <laughs> so uh, so here's what we got. So first of all, let me brag. Here's some of the cool stuff you guys uh, have seen her in. She's from Minnesota. You can follow her on Instagram. She has a great Instagram, you guys. It's Sarah French Online. Um, you're not on Twitter, are you? No, I am. I, I don't go on there very often, but okay. I retweet and all that. But it's mostly Instagram and Facebook. Okay, Instagram and Facebook. So she was recently in a movie, and like I turned it on too late, so I missed you. And I don't know if that was Lifetime, but Pool Boy Nightmare. What yes. was it? <laughs> yeah, Pool Boy Nightmare. That was on Lifetime. Um, and that was one thing that I've always wanted to check off my bucket list was a Lifetime film. So basically, I, I opened the movie and I play Rhonda and I own this house and I have this pool boy that comes by, but I've been um, acting weird and he starts stalking me. So 
I, I basically opened the movie. So I don't uh, too so much that's why. Life, so I watched like the middle of it, just uh, hoping that I would see you. Uh, and then you weren't there. And I was like, I have to watch it from the beginning. So now we know that we want to watch yeah. the beginning. Um, Jessica, Moore, Jessica Morrison's in that one. And she's also in Army of the Dead as well. Oh, cool. How okay. Many, yeah. How many films have you done? <clears throat> Quite a lot. I think my IMDb says 70 something. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot, but I've also done, you know, music videos and I've done all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Didn't you do a lot of twisted music videos? Is that you? I did two twisted music videos. Yeah. That's hilarious. So how did you even find, how how did they find you? It's, it's all about connections and meeting people, meeting other filmmakers, meeting other actors, producers, and just getting out there and promoting yourself. I mean, that's how I get most of my gigs is self-promotion. Yeah. It's cool. it's called networking. That's how we get it. hundred percent. And, yeah. you know, and how you are on set, um, being on time, being prepared, having your lines down, all that plays a big part into it. And then when, uh, when other filmmakers see that, they want to work with you. They see what you bring to the table. And that always helps. Absolutely. Definitely. Nothing worse than somebody that can't remember their lines. <laughs> so you guys, here, here's some of the cool movies. So last night we were, we were with Thomas Haley and uh, he's got a movie – Desert Moon, yeah. you guys, and yeah. Desert Moon has, uh, along with Sarah French, a lot of these people have been on our show. Maria Olson was on our show, Julianne Prescott, uh, James Duvall, Richard Grieco. Tyler has not been on the show yet, but we will get him on. And Jennifer Nangle, I, I have never met her before. I just actually saw her on Facebook the other day, everybody talking about her, so we're going to have to get her too. She's very uh, sweet. Uh, he, the special with Dave Sheridan, you guys, and Dave Sheridan's coming on in two weeks. Oh, uh, I love Dave. Show. We do too. Um, Clown Fear, which was the movie that Ron is in with Sadie and everybody. Sarah's in that one. Lake of Shadows. <laughs> Lake. Oh, yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron doesn't like that one. <laughs> Lake of Shadows. <laughs> and I'm I'm just bringing up Lake of Shadows also because I like a, we have had most of these people on our show. But um, Deborah Lamb, Jonathan Tiersten, Sherry Davis, Alyssa Dowling, Felissa Rose, Donna Lee Heising, and Robert Lasardo. I mean, you get to work with cool oh. people. Art of the Dead, which is actually a really yeah, really good movie, you guys. Automation, which was Alyssa Dowling and Sadie, and yes. everybody's in that one. Also, we, we had fun with that. We one. had a good time watching that one. We watched it uh, I've, I've since, since COVID. We watched we it. We never worked. Oh, together. I love it. You, you, you and I never worked together. Uh, we've never had scenes together, but you know, we were in Clown Fear. You're in the same movies, but you're not. What, what movie were we in together? Clown Fear. You were in Clown Fear. Yeah, I opened the movie. Oh yes, that's right. When the <laughs> when the clown comes and gets you in the motel. Yes. The, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting old. I better quit the business and go into a retirement. And then she's home. also, you guys, she was in Root Rootwood, uh, which is also Marcel's movie, which I loved. I thought it was fabulous. Um, the Amity- yeah, but I expected it to be blind, and I got news for nothing's going to be like blind. I I hope this is not Marcel's best piece of work, and that he goes downhill from here. No way. He's no, going I, way I, up. I hope. I love him so much. And Dom, I love the both. Matter of fact, when you see them, give them hugs from me. I oh, the I two, two of the sweetest guys in the world. I mean, and I could watch Marcel for hours. His mannerisms, his motions. His, <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by him. He's so adorable. <laughs> but um, I believe in Marcel like I believe in you. And I believe in Sadie. Uh, you guys are going places. You're going to be big. Also, listen to the chat room there. They're all saying because you'll she'll like this too. They're all saying they love Clown Fear. So do you guys remember Sarah? She's at the very beginning of Clown Fear uh, when, when no, she I gets killed. I didn't just. <laughs> like, I, I, didn't, I, I actually, no. I actually, I came in last minute on that movie. Um, a min called me. I think it was 
literally like two days or the no, 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 it was the day of them shooting. Uh, I think they needed a replacement or something, but he called me and he's like, Hey, can you do this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, luckily I was free that day. Um, so we were able to get a lot of cool shots from that. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't dislike the movie. I just liked the length of the movie. I think the editing was terrible. The scene that I loved the most was Sadie Katz when I was marrying them. Mm-hmm. And, and the guy said, you fucking bitch, I'm not marrying you. And Sadie goes into some kind of a shock. Well, the camera and I were looking at Sadie, a piece of work of acting I've never seen before. She began to shiver. And her chest went in and her face and those beautiful eyes, the expre- like you, she took it in. She didn't go out with it. She brought me into her pain. And I said to Sadie after we shot the scene, oh, my God, Sadie, when this movie comes out, that scene's going to make you a superstar. Guess what Min did? He used the over-the-shoulder over shot. Oh, no. Oh, Min hated her. They had a big battle. That's why I didn't like I love Sadie. If anybody does anything to Sadie, they got to fight me first. And I think, I think Min was very mean. He didn't invite her to the red carpet. He was talking bad about her all over the place. And Sadie was wounded de- de- terribly by it because she wrote it with Min. And Min started changing things. And it was a big, big deal. So I disliked that movie only because it was not a happy set. And I yeah. loved it. And I love Sadie. And I don't think anybody should do that to a sensitive little dove like her. You know, Sadie's anybody. fragile. No, Sadie's fragile. <laughs> Sarah French can handle herself. Sherry Davis will knock you on your ass. I mean, you know, so you will know, Angie Stevenson. And she so would Angie. Oh, I, lo- I, lo- oh, yeah. I, I, love, I, I love Angie. Angie's my Hold on. Let's go back, pet. though. because So uh, now here's a movie I did not see. But Ron will like it because he's friends with one, two of the people in it. The Amityville Murders with Diane Franklin, who's been on our show, Paul Van oh, Vector. Lainey Kazan and Burt Young are both friends of Ron's. Oh, Lainey's a dear friend of mine. Is that movie good? And can we still see it? Wait, I, I know Burt Young. You know how many years I know him? I know him about 45, 50 years ago. His real name is Dickie Morier. He lived in Corona, oh. in Corona, Queens, and we used to go to his house to buy hot televisions. He was a fence for, <laughs> for stolen goods. He used to sell stolen goods out of his apartment on 99th Street in in Corona, Queens. And I know Dickie forever. And his wife, Gloria, was, was went on, to their, went to their wedding. The, I know. Well, let her tell you about it. Can but we wait, see that? And I have to brag. And Lainey Kazana <sighs> today is still my darling, wonderful friend. I love Lainey. So, so is the movie any good? Yeah, I watched it. And I thought it was really well done. Um, I think you can still see it on Amazon, maybe. Okay, we have to watch that because Ron will like did it because he knows Did the you people. have scenes with no, Lainey? I, no, I, I just had a small part. I played a friend, um, and it was like a two-day shoot. But There is a movie you must watch. Go on television and find it. It's called, it's starring Lainey Kazan, and it's called Ive, My Son is Gay. It's a comedy. Oh. It's hilarious. You will go hysterical. <laughs> when you see this film, you will pee yourself. It is the funniest film. And Lainey was absolutely phenomenal in it. Fabulous. Oh, just good to hear. You also did Ouija House. Misha Barton, Tara Reed, D. Wallace, Chris Mulkey, and Tiffany Shepherds. That's a big cast too. So and, and things are only getting better. So I'm yeah. happy that things are getting better. So are you an actual I know you're in all these horror movies. Before you became a horror movie star, did you enjoy horror movies? Like if you weren't a horror movie star, would you watch horror movies? Oh God, yeah. That's I mean, I always wanted to be that girl running through the woods, bloody, half naked, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, well, you sure did it. <laughs> so you totally no, did it. I'm a huge horror fan. I've been watching horror movies since I was a kid. Uh, my mom would always, you know, she wouldn't let us watch horror films or anything, you know, like that. So, of course, as kids, when your parents tell you no on something, what do you do? You want to yeah, watch, you it. watch it. <laughs> well, so, I, yeah. I, I think in the, in the very near future, you're going to be stepping out of horror and going into uh, Wait, like I mean, I, I legit, do legit films, legit I, films. I do a little bit of everything. I mean, I just had a movie come out. Um, uh, it's a mobster film oh, called cool. Who's Broads and Blackjack? I kind of, I play a, a, you know, a sexy siren kind of, but um, it was a lot of fun. Just, you know, I, put a camera in front of me, give me a good script and yeah. count me in. Well, like I, when, I don't when, just do horror. I do a little bit of everything. When you I love want, that. When you want to refer to your uh, character in that movie, just say, I played the tomato. <laughs> wait, <laughs> now, don't listen, say, wait, 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 because you just posted, I don't know if that was yesterday or the day before, didn't I see like a, a movie that just came out, some movie just came out that everybody can see? Yes, it's called The Special, that came out yesterday, and uh, Dave Sheridan's in that one as well. Yeah, I love that. Is that is that not a horror? No, it is a horror film. Okay, because yeah. Sadie Katz, you know, has a wonderful film on Lifetime now coming out with uh, Ed Asner, and Sadie oh. Sadie stepped out of horror. She's it's gone. It's a Christmas she, film. A Christmas. Yeah, she just saw that. She did a Lifetime Sadie, film too. Sadie Katz, you know, the the Queen Scream. I mean, she's going to be in a Christmas movie with Ed Asner. That's going to be fabulous. Okay. Cannot wait to see it. And I guess you're going to be there soon too. All of you girls that are really talented you know what i like about your performance in blind is you didn't depend on your beauty and you were beautiful in it but there were gray shots you know sh shadowy dark shots you uh you made me forget how beautiful you were and you made me feel your character and that's what an actor has to do you can't well, depend on tits and ass all the time it doesn't go anywhere oh no no exactly no i really appreciate that ron and i appreciate all your support and love for the film. no only because it's true if you stunk in it i would have never said a word i wouldn't hurt you <laughs> no if you were lousy i would have said to jimmy on the I mean, way home they should um, have got somebody better you think? <laughs> honestly what really helped was the script when it when i first read the script i cried because i instantly felt that fake character joe's level of writing is just unbelievable he yeah, puts what, in, what, he puts in all these layers it's beautiful writing and i instantly felt it so that really helped me become the character but, but what made you or who told you to take it in and not bring it out what made you bring it in you brought it in so beautifully you walked around that beautiful house with such a a sadness uh, because you're blind and you're an actress and you're beautiful. I mean, I felt the pain. I felt the, the disappointment. I felt your anguish and the, the glass of wine sort of was like saying, look, all I've got left. <clears throat> it, it, uh, the script really, like I said, the script really made me feel the character and Marcel's directing. I mean, he knew exactly what he wanted. He knew exactly um, what he thought my character should do and how I should portray it on camera was it he uh, and i really felt it i really felt the the pain oh, i mean even no even even weeks after shooting i was i was going through my cupboards like this like i really i yeah. basically became that character um and the writing was just phenomenal i mean it's just well, one of those things well, i just the, i really felt it the, the, the ending of the film um 
I gotta watch my ass now. Oh, so, don't you can't give any spoilers away. <laughs> you know, the the ending of the film, folks, is very Hitchcockian, if you understand what that means. Um, Freaking awesome! It is so good. Well, the end of the film is you want to get up, stand up, and say, "Okay, what the fuck happens now?" <laughs> and they're gonna find that out. And now they'll soon. find out with blind too. So wait, because we've only got five minutes. So what are some hey, of your favorite? Sarah. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh God! Um, well, Child's Play is number one because that was one of my first horror movies I ever watched. I love you know Halloween, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, so all of those. I mean, any anything John Carpenter basically too. I oh, love he's really cool too. He's one of my I'm, favorites. I met him once. He was really right, one nice. quick question. Me too. Listen, last night at Sadie's party, listen, guess what? Sadie's marrying Miles. Oh. Je- wait, Jesse is marrying uh, Tommy. Oh. Okay. Augie Duke is there telling me, tell my guy to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all talking about wedding. Hey, Sarah French, what about you? <laughs> What about you? When is when am I going to your wedding? They're like them. They're like been together forever. Forever. Like, yeah, it's been it's those? been God, eleven years. Joe and I've been together. Um, it's just you know it, we don't really talk about it. It's one of those things we're happy as you know as is. The way it is. I mean, to us, it's just a certificate. But most women want the security of the wedding, the marriage, the wing, the ring. I'm not your typical woman. <laughs> <laughs> First off, you guys watch your Instagram videos. You can see that she could like kick your ass. <laughs> she's like a fucking badass, and she's not. I a don't big, mess around. <laughs> and, and Sarah French is a tiny girl. She's not a big woman. I think it would be really cool though to make like an action movie with all of you guys, like you, Angie Stevenson, all of you guys who can really like could do the fight scenes and stuff. And put together a really cool like action flick with all you beautiful women. It would be really cool, like a women, a female Expendables. That well, would be amazing. Tell Joe to start writing it. I'll help get it financed. I'll, I'll help I, get it financed. I, I, I told I told Marcel about a, a script that was sent to me. It was called um, Drag Queens from Out of Space, oh. and it was so funny. I said to Marcel, "What do you think?" But the the click of the movie is. I'm in drag. I play Miss Moon. But when I look at a guy to make love to him and he looks back at me, he doesn't see me. He sees what's her name, the actress who looks like me. So we need three girls. And I was thinking maybe oh, you're you- going to have Alyssa. Alyssa, I think, you know, Sadie's one of them. And I thought we'd make you or somebody or, or Sherry or somebody, the other or third or fourth woman. So the idea is that when men look at me in they drag. don't see me as a, a drag queen they see you or as him, as him. and, and the, the, laugh, the jokes are fabulous it's going to be a very high camp movie like killer tomatoes or uh the slime killer clowns you like it killer sounds clowns. fun it sounds yeah. fun and, and it's going to be a, a riot i'm writing all the dirty lines so it's got to be good <laughs> with my talent so we'll, we'll talk about it when i see you hold on we got uh, so uh, i have a bucket list question because we don't have a lot of time if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made horror or regular what movie would you have liked to been in and then who's your bucket list male and female actor an actress that you're like, oh my gosh, this is who I really would love to have an opportunity to work with. I know you've already worked with a lot of great people, but who's who's who haven't you worked with that would be on your bucket list? Uh, Men-wise, I would say Kurt Russell. Oh, cool. I'm a huge Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell fan. I love him. You, you know, he lives down the road from us with Goldie. <laughs> Goldie Horn. <laughs> they live really? here. They have a, they have yeah, a house right? here. Really? 
Yeah. Not five, work for me. Five, five minutes from <laughs> our house. So when you and your guy come to Palm Springs, call us. We'll go over and ring, we'll the ring the doorbell. See if we can, see if we can, see if we can meet them because we don't really know them. But they, they're here all the time. People see they're them very, all the time. No, I, have, I ran into them in Barnes & Noble. The two of them are terrific. They're very friendly. I've seen Goldie around town many they're times. at home depot a lot and she'll stop and talk to you like a regular joe she's no movie star Ooh. that's very cool okay and so that's who's the awesome. female who's the female um i i'm a big fan of elvira oh i know I her i would love oh. to work with cassandra peterson what? that would be amazing elvira. oh we know elvira yeah we know elvira i mean oh, i met her at a convention but um did you know that elvira was the first woman to fight for cleavage because they didn't want her to expose her boobs the way she did as drag as vampire. And she brought it to court, or I understand, and fought it. And that's why you girls can show years ago, if your cleavage showed they stuck a flower there or a pin. Because oh, oh yes, because Jane Russell, who my best friend as you know, used to say that it was the cleavage that made her famous, not her size chest, because she was a 36B. So it was the cleavage. When men saw the cleavage, that made them hot. So they would cover the cleavage. She she fought for cleavage, and yeah. that's why you She's girls. Very cool. That's why you you girls can show cleavage today because. So hold on. Part. What's the movie then you would like to have been in? I love the movie Legend. Oh really? With Tom Tim Cruise. Curry. Yep, Tom Cruise, Tim Curry. Um, that would have been amazing to be in that one. Oh my god, that's a cool. I used to have like some kind of action figure from that. I forgot who, but that's very cool. All right, so you guys, this is Sarah French. You can follow her on Instagram, Sarah French Online. Um, we have to let her go because I told her I would get her out at three at times so she can go to her fitting because she's a, a working actress. Yeah, we're happy you're working. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, we love you. Yeah, we think you're Sarah, fabulous. Sarah, I've invited Marcel and Dom because they really want to come out to Palm Springs, and I'd like you and you guys to come with them. Come with us. Come you come for dinner. Come for dinner. We'll have it at our house. You'll meet some interesting people. That would be a lot of fun. It's a date. And I'm going to try and put together a blind show that we get everybody from the movie Blind to come on. Well, not oh, everybody. that would be so much fun. Not yes. everybody, but a lot of the people because the movie's mm -hmm. coming out. So in November, uh, as soon as I get a date, I'll try and get it that week because we can have, I think, eight or ten people on at a time so we can get Marcel yeah, and, we're, we're, and Jed yeah, and everybody. This week we're announcing the date, the official date when it's coming out with a new trailer as well. Okay, perfect. So Yes, you we know will. what? I wish Marcel was on to tell us where we could buy Pretty Boy masks and costumes and cups and stuff. Well, where, it's it, as far as I know, it's at a bunch of Halloween stores, um, party cities. Um, I, I would just check your local Halloween store. We should have to go to that one. And it's also Trick or Treat Studios online as well, so you can get it online too. I love Good. it. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. We think you're fabulous. Have fun. Thank Good luck guys. on the video shoot, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you very, very soon, sweetheart. Bye-bye. What a nice girl. She's a wonderful girl. She really is. And she and I, I'm not kidding you guys. When I say like like she's she's has grown more and more beautiful and younger looking. I'm not kidding you. It's like she's a freaking witch or something. <laughs> no, it happens to a lot of people. I was watching an old Alfred Hitchcock late on, late on television. It was a made-for-TV movie with Robert Redford. He couldn't have been more than 23 or 24. He was not handsome at all. He looked ugly, in fact. Now, I mean, when he did The Way We Were, he was magnificently handsome. Oh, I like so him in uh, The people, Last Castle. 
well, you like dead body looking guys, you know. But no, but uh, some some people grow better with age. Their faces get character. Oh, Tina Davidson is in the chat room. Says give. She's saying she has a class to go teach, but she wanted to give you her love. Ah, uh, she's a sweetie, Tina. When are you going to come out? You don't even have to bring Stefan. Just come yourself. <laughs> nah, that. bring Stefan. We got to get together soon. It's been too too long. Absolutely. It's so cute. Um, so everybody in the chat room, I hope you guys enjoyed Sarah French. Really, uh, you know, you hear us talking about blind all the time. You know that if we talk about it as much as we're talking about it, that it has to be a really fun, good, good film for everybody no, it, to it's, see. It, it, it grabs you from the beginning till the end. You don't get bored. Even if you have to pee, you shake your leg to watch the movie. You don't want to miss a minute of it or pee in your pants or pee in your popcorn, whatever you want to do. But uh, it's a wonderful film. It really, really, really is. So, so thanks for joining us, though, Tina. It's nice to see you in the chat room. Yeah, Tina. It's fun. So um, so in a little while, we're going to have our next guest. we got some time to kill. And while we're killing time, first, let's do our little commercial of all the places that you can listen to us live uh, or, or listen to us, I guess. W4CY Radio, this is our home station. We're on Wednesdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can also hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audioboom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. Um, we're also on about another 150 platforms, but those are all the biggest ones. And uh, I see Anton's got to leave us. Goodbye, Anton. I know it's like 5 in the morning or something there, so get some sleep. Thanks for tuning in. Um, on television, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, and Stream Television on the Jimmy Stars World site, uh, which is jimmystarsworld.com. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Miss Kim says puppy. So the puppy uh, for Miss Kim, because she's actually new, puppy is Astro Boy. He's our uh, seven-pound rescue. rescue. He's a poodle mixed terrier and he's got the heart of any the best dog he adores me he never leaves my side he follows me around he's jimmy bought him for himself but he i bought him but he doesn't like me he likes <clears> he him. fell in love with me well, they're always the nicest ones get the dogs you know that <laughs> yeah, right I, i'm the second fiddle or the food when the food comes out at nighttime he likes to sleep with me but other than that he spends the rest of the day with ron uh, but he's a fabulous dog and he's one of our two rescues because we have uh, three rescues because we have two other ones but this one like licks all day long. Look how cute. He's so cute. All poodles lick. All these little dogs. That's why I never liked a little dog because it was licking you. You got to like love him. But yes, he does like love me. So again, then we went to the party last night. Tomorrow's my birthday. We're having a birthday dinner and we're going to put video up of my Christmas. I mean, my birthday present. It's fabulous. And um, we're doing a family birthday. Just my daughters and Jimmy and I because of the COVID, you know, we can't do outdoors yet. It's a little too hot. If it was cooler weather, I would have friends over, but we won't do anything indoor because that's not cool. I think it's like it's super fun. And Don Hinton says we must have really had fun last night because both of us are yawning. (laughs) And we look like shit. You know, it was a German beer garden and they brought pictures of because our friend Shane, he's German. My voice is gone. No, it's not a wig. My hair? A yeah. Wig. A wig? I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Who thinks that's a wig? Backpack John asked if that was a wig. No, it's just that it's itchy. You know. You got to, like, love it. Lady Lake says cake. Um, Is that a wig? Who said that? <laughs> Backpack John. John. Hey, fuck Backpack John. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who doesn't. Wait is, your, doesn't... wait, is your dick real or is it a dildo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <gasps> 
Oh my god, that's freaking hilarious! What are you gonna? I like mean, who do? would put a wig on? Like, all right, so it, chat room. Since I, I really want to keep keep going with horror stuff, since we got horror for what two more weeks until till Halloween. So, so so who classic horror movies? What are some of your favorite horror movies in the chat room, you guys? And what are movies that totally freak you out? Ron doesn't really like horror movies, but he does like the classic ones because we've been watching them on Turner Classic Movies a lot lately. So that one's fun. Um, no, you know what I don't like. When they chop an eye out of the head and the blood is gushing and the eyeball falls. I, it, I it, love it, that. No, you love that because you're sick. <laughs> I'm normal. That to me is gruesome. That to me is absolutely pu- punishingly horrible uh, Nazi Gestapo shit. I mean, I don't like chopping arms off or legs and seeing the van. It, it, to me, I just don't like it. Any, like, anybody part i love all the up. saw movies okay Teresa saban says frankenstein the birds okay we love the birds we watch the birds a lot yeah i mean i tippy hedron actually ron has an autographed copy of the birds from yeah, tippy hedron tippy. tippy's a good friend of mine i mean meanwhile tippy's 90 something now and i've been i forgot that you know so many years went by since we worked together poor poor b claudia she's like i don't watch horror movies uh, Miss Kim wrote schlock, which I don't even know what that is. Uh, and, uh, schlock, oh, and schlock and Yiddish schlock. means shit. I don't know what that is, though. Junk. What movie that is. Schlock is junk. And, and then Yiddish. Lady Lake wrote Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which I love that movie. I don't know if that's horror. No. Is that horror? Well, Betty Davis was not. I spoke to Betty about that. Uh, you know, I had to tread very gently when I brought it up because her eyeballs got super big. She was waiting for me to say something. And you know me. I tell it like it is. And I said, Betty. Your work record is so magnificent. How did you feel about doing uh, Baby Jane? And she said, money. I needed money. <laughs> and I did it for money. And she never liked the film. I love that. She role. hates Jane Joan Crawford. She didn't like work. Well, actually, the, she said we shot very few scenes together. They deliberately did that. They made they shot Joan talking and then. Betty talking separately and they edited it together to make it look like they were both in the same shot. Um, she was not happy with baby Jane and I can understand why she was one of the most fantastic actresses. Meryl Streep wanted to be her and Betty had to do that stupid film. Um, People, I love it, though. Yeah, but the sad part is today when I say Betty Davis, they say, you mean Baby Jane? No, I mean Now Voyage or Mr. Skeffington or any of her other great films. They also Same. say here we have The Shining. Angela Joseph says The Shining, uh, American Werewolf in London. Good uh, films, two good films. Actually, we American Werewolf in London was on the other night. I like that movie. I've seen it a couple of times. Okay, so you guys in the chat room, what about the The Shining, the remake, or the the sequel to it that came out? I forgot what it was called. Terrible stuff. I watched it the other day, but I actually terrible, liked it the second time better. Terrible, 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 awful, terrible. Don't do remakes. It wasn't a remake. It was a sequel. Well, don't do sequels or remakes if you don't know what you're doing. And if you can't get the original cast, well, the original cast are old. I mean, Jack Nicholson is 100 now. What is he going to play, the young guy? So it's terrible. Leave it alone. It's a classic. Just leave it be. Let it let it ride the storm. But don't screw it up by doing uh, seconds. Ugh. Oh, see, Bill. Now, Bill wrote The Ring. That's a good movie. I like The Ring. The Ring? I don't even know that one. Do you guys like The Lost Boys? That's like my favorite. <laughs> I know Ron doesn't like but I think The Lost Boys is freaking like no, awesome. I like The Lost where they were vampires. Yeah, the vampires. I love that flying movie. Flying all over the place. Yeah, that's my favorite. I like, I like that movie. Isn't a friend of yours in it? Yes. Who? Uh, lots of friends of mine were in it. 
Corey Haim was Corey, in it. Corey Haim. Uh, Brooke McCarter, who died a couple years no, ago, I was, was going, in it. I was going for Corey Haim. But no, I mean, I like uh, the old Dracula movies. I can remember being maybe uh, 10 or 11 years old, and my cousin Bertha and I would go to the movie theater in the matinee, and there would be Dracula coming down the stairs in that spooky walk with the bride with her flowing gowns and eerie and scary and this was not the this was a remakes not remakes um re-editions these were in the 50s they brought them back these movies were made in the 30s and they brought them back in the 50s that's how come i saw them they like the lost boys in the channel too yeah, but what'd you think of the original bella lugosi dracula um i don't know if i've ever seen it have i Boris seen Karloff's the mummy yeah i like that <clears throat> they were wonderfully done corny but uh, the stories were scary. Bill likes. Uh, Don says she likes Christopher Lee. Ron met Christopher Lee. Oh yeah, <laughs> talk about an experience. <laughs> I made a mis- I made a mistake. I said I really admire your work as Count Dracula. Not too many people could do it as well as you did. And he lo- he's very tall. He's about six three. He looked down at me and he said, "I would like you to know, I have done more film than Dracula." And I said. Oh really? I didn't know. <laughs> and his wife like had a she had a cape, by the way. I saw the wife with a cape. I thought these people are weird. And then I found out that they did three ways with people and they were just crappy people. Backpack John says the omen. Um uh, <clears throat> Angela Joseph says she loved Doctor Sleep, which was the sequel. I actually liked it the second time a lot better. The omen back to see uh, somebody else. Oh, House on Haunted Hill. Which one? There's about ten of them. The, the whole <laughs> The one with uh, Julie uh, Harris, the, the and it was wonderful, uh, and Samantha Eager. Uh, that one was called The Haunting of Hill House, probably one of the greatest ghost movies ever made. Oh, and so Angela Joseph also wrote Children of the Corn, and the guy who played Malachi in Children of the Corn um, is just signed up to be in one of her movies that she's producing. I remember for my 16th birthday, my parents took me to New York City to see the creature from the Black Lagoon. And we weren't scared, but we were fascinated by the costume and how that swimmer swam. So even, you know, my mother was in the business. My father, both of my parents were in the business, so they they don't get fooled by uh, scary stuff. And all we did was talk about the technique on the way home, about how wonderfully they've shot that. Talk for TV wrote The Tingler. I don't even know what The Tingler is. Piece of crap with Vincent Price. Oh. <laughs> Terrible movie. I made a movie with Vincent Price called Breakfast at Mummies. And uh, he played a vampire. I played, We all played vampires. And we ran down Hollywood Boulevard at daybreak. And we started to explode. So I sat on the curb with Vincent Price. Gabbing, he was the sweetest Actually, man. Too, Bill, Bill says that his mom loved creature from loved horror movies and creature from the Black Lagoon. And I was friends with the guy who was the creature from the Black Lagoon. The swimmer, yeah. Oh, he was wonderful. His name is uh, Rico Browning, wonderful. and uh, he used to be at all the conventions in Florida because he lived in Florida. So we would see him all the time. Really, really nice guy. That costume was so beautiful, and the way he swam, it was so believable. It was a good movie. When was nineteen fifty six? And I was 16. And um, it it was a big deal for the day. Then, of course, 3D came out. And Vincent Price was in the uh, one with the the mannequins. What was that called? 
Um, oh, House of Wax. House of Wax. Love that one. Which was fabulous in three dimension because everything came at you. When the Mac Wax figures were melting, they fell towards you. And then um, another movie was called The uh, the Frog, The Something Frog with Richard Carlson. And that was a good 3D movie. So all the 3D movies came out in the middle 50s. I wish they'd bring 3D back to movies. They were fun. I always liked the original When a Stranger Calls, which I wasn't allowed to see until I got away from the house because my dad wouldn't let me see it. And uh, uh, Don Hinton wrote American Psycho. That's one movie I've actually never seen American Psycho. Have you seen American Psycho with Christian Bale? I've never seen it. Is that a good one, you guys? Should mm-hmm. I like see that? I have to figure that one out. Oh, somebody wrote... Angela Joseph wrote, all-time creeper was the doll in the trilogy of terror with Karen Black. Ron went out with Karen Black. No, I didn't go. That's, that's a big statement. I was her date one night in New York City. We were at a party, and we decided to go clubbing. And Karen said, come on, let's go clubbing. So I went clubbing with Karen. And we, we hit, I think maybe Studio 54 someplace, one of them, the, the the lion, the tiger, whatever they were in New York. And I had the nicest evening with Karen Black, and she's the nicest, sweetest girl in the world. And I was very upset when she passed away because she passed away too young. And um, she was really um, an uproad. I remember we were crossing, uh, I think it was 3rd Avenue or 4th Avenue against the light. And she had this shawl on. It was a rust, because she was a redhead, and the shawl was a rust color. And she took the shawl off as a matador would be. And as the cars were coming at her, she was doing spins. To, as, I mean, it was really funny. She Like the car was the bull and she was the matador. I think we had been drinking quite a lot. Also, Bill wrote... Uh, Legion with Paul Bettany. That's a great movie. It's on. That's on like Netflix or one of those right now because I was going to watch it. So I like that a lot. I think that's freaking awesome. And also, have you guys seen Martyrs? To me, Martyrs is the worst movie. That it's not a bad movie, but it's the most like affected me the most out of any movie. And I'm not even religious, but I don't even think I could ever watch it a second time. The movie, and I've said it before, that got me is The Night of the Living Dead, the black and white, the original. George Romero's. Yeah, because we had never seen zombies before or people eating people. It was a new thing, and it was grotesque and disgusting for the day. Now, of course, the zombie movies are a joke. We laugh at them. When they get shot, we go, ha, ha, ha. I forgot. who's And the guy who plays the first zombie that you see in that, I judged a, a contest with him. Um, uh, uh, costume contest at a, at one of the uh, conventions with him, but now I forgot his name. He passed away a few years ago. Bill something. Do you remember what his name was? I'll have to look it up. Bill Hayes or something? I'm going to look it up. Talk Bill Harris, him. something like that. Let's see. I, I'll look it up. Night of the Living Dead. But, you know, I'm in horror films. I can't talk about them because they get mad. But I've never really been chopped up and eaten yet, except in my last film, which is out right now. You can get it. It's called The Big Freaking Rat. I play Paulie, a mafioso who's a chop man. A chop man means if you were a squealer in the mafia, we'd chop you up. Uh, so I was a chopper. But um, I didn't do any chopping. And that's the only film that I really... Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what. Bill, Bill Heinzman is the guy from Night of the Living Dead. A, I knew it was an age. I B- said, hey, it's Bill, Heinzman. Bill Heinzman, Heinzman, he was a really cool guy. And, and we should do a little plug, though, because uh, yesterday, Big Freaking Rat came out. Ron plays Polly. There's a lot of great people in it. Felissa Rose, a lot of people that we know and people that have been on the show. 
uh, directed by our buddy directed Thomas by Thomas Churchill, Churchill who's going to be coming on next week along with Sadie Katz. Did you hear that? Uh, Dave? <laughs> Sadie's coming on next week to promote her new movie that comes out next week and it's called Amityville Harvest. And we have a bunch of the people from that have been on our show too. And I have about six movies coming up from now until the spring. And I'm not in too many horror movies. I'm in a couple of suspense movies, which are good. I don't want to be known as a horror. I am a horror to begin with as a person. But I don't want to be known as a horror actor. You want to be an actor? I'm an actor. I'll do anything. So, hey, you guys, here's Brig Freaking Rat. It just came out, and uh, it stars. Actually, I don't know who some of these people are. Michael Cervantes. Sherry Davis is in it. Mark Hoadley is in it. Uh, C.C. Kelly's in it. Scott King is in it. A lot of these people we see all the time. Uh, Julianne Prescott, Kelly Lynn Ryder, who's uh, one of the stars of Clown Motel 2. Now, Scott Rowe is in it. Felissa Rose. Um, anyway, it's going to be a cool, fun movie. Uh, I watched it. Joe Castro, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago, did the special effects. And I don't exactly know where you can stream it, but if you press stream, stream uh like google streaming big freaking rap by tom thomas churchill things will come up because i actually and when I, it. I i do my own makeup because i used to do be a makeup artist years ago at universal for about a minute and i made my makeup make me look very very ugly old and scary i almost look like dr jekyll and mr hyde i almost look like mr hyde in it and that was done deliberately folks it's not because i look like that that's funny. So like I made a joke. I said, I, in this movie, I put tons of makeup on to make me look old. <laughs> hey, Don, what did you think of it? She said she watched it last night. And where did you watch it, Don? How did you see it? She says she doesn't remember seeing Sherry, but I know she's on the IMDb. Um, they're all saying how talented you are. Oh, Danny McDermott is also in the chat room. Hey, Danny McDermott from the Danny McDermott show. He was on last week. Uh, what did you think of my character, Paulie? What did you think, Don? Hello. Oh, that was my thing. I guess she didn't think too much. No, she, she said she watched it and she liked it. I was trying to fix this thing. Can't make it this. No, I, I, I enjoyed the character. You know, I, I spoke with Th Thomas Churchill about it, and I said, "Listen, I'm old. I'm eighty, and I know the original Brooklyn accent from the 1940s because that's when I learned to speak." And that was how that's my accent I still have today, a very heavy Brooklyn accent. She said she loved you in it. I want to use it, you know, can I? And Church said, yeah, definitely, go for it. So, of course, I embellished it and made it really Brooklyn. So when you see the film, you'll be hearing a 1940s accent from Brooklyn that is gone. The kids in Brooklyn nowadays don't speak like I do. Such information. The whole really thing is need. fun. So she liked it. She thought your character was great. Did you like the film also? I know Ron was great. Was the film okay? I know it was fun. The rat was awesome looking. Joe Castro did an awesome job with the rat. And, I uh, went on the set. It was dark. And the friggin' rat was right there. And I looked at it. And I thought, oh, my God. Is that disgusting? Ugh. The teeth. The, 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 the slime. The blood. The eyes. What an ugly looking thing you made. Scary. I mean, this is a scary movie. Yeah, but she the, said the rat was fabulous. Yeah, but it's a high camp movie. It's really not a, a serious movie. It's more of a fun movie. It's kind of like Sharknado with a rat. Yeah. But that rat was really, ugh. I don't like rats anyway. I hate rats. But when I saw that rat, I thought, that's going to get me? Come after me? Woo. Anyway. It was all fun. I could go to sleep right now. Would you mind, everybody, if I, I took a nap? 
I'm so tired. That's okay. We've got one more going guest back, to go. Going back to the, the to the to the beer garden, um, Shane ordered a German beer. It came in a pitcher, and I was thirsty, so I drank a couple of glasses of beer. And I don't drink beer. Well, I got sort of bombed on beer. Normally, I could have four or five vodka martinis, and I'm okay. But three glasses of three mugs of beer. And you've got it. All right. And so I'm, I'm hung over. Not hung over. I'm whizzed out. <laughs> Never wear stripes. Whizzed out? Never wear stripes on television. All right, you guys. So our next guest is in the chat room. Uh, we're going to bring him in. It's a little early, but we're going to bring him in anyway since uh, we didn't get to keep Sarah quite as long as I had hoped um, because she's working. So we're going to go ahead and bring him in. Let's see if we can see him first. And we'll say hi. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you so much. Oh, now we're gonna have. Oh, to wait, wait, wait till we get through with you. You won't be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't be thanking us. So, so hold on. Let's now we know we can hear him. Let's do our formal introduction. Hey, everybody! Now we well, wait wanna... a minute. Wait a minute. Could, could we have a little more light? Do you have a little bit more light at all? We don't see your handsome face, and that's what's. Oh. This is all the light that I have, actually, unfortunately. That's That's very nice. You look just like George Clooney. How many people (laughs) tell you that? How many people tell you that? Uh, Between George Clooney and Mark Harmon, I get both of those, actually. George Clooney, for sure. Oh, they're both two really good ones, though. At least they're not telling you, you know, some ugly fuck. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. The incredibly talented Stephen P. Ham. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks. Appreciate. Thanks for. I uh, appreciate you having me on the show. Appreciate it. Don't expect too much. We're hungover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we went to Sadie Cat's okay. birthday party last night. We didn't get home till what time? Like 1.30. 1.30, which is late for us. So hold on. Let's say. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, who's also my husband, Ron Russell. Nice to meet you, Ron. It's nice to meet you. Why do you always have to do the husband thing? Uh, because he doesn't know. Because he he's, uh, he's oh I know I work with. I didn't know if he knew that you were my husband. What are you assuming? Oh, I know. Are you assuming he's he's anti-gay? No, I'm not assuming he's anti-gay. <laughs> because I'm anti-gay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm straight. Jimmy's the fair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So hold on. We have hey, a well, yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. We got to finish no, introducing I, him. No, I don't want you to introduce him. I'm going to introduce him. Okay. All you girls out there. And you gay guys, this one is hot. This one's a hunk. This one's got a very sexy. This one's got a very sexy laugh. And if he's got eight inches or more, he's in. Right, girls? <laughs> so we have a chat room filled with people, Steve. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, literally, Great. we have like Cal- all over the United States. We also have like Canada, Australia, Germany, <laughs> UK. All of us. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Nice to see you. And Teresa Sabin wrote, he is happily married. <laughs> to who? I am. How do you I fucking am. know that? How does Teresa know that? <laughs> listen, listen. Happily married does not mean you you don't fuck around. <laughs> All right? So, girls. Well, I disagree with that. But. No, wait, no, wait. Listen to me. You want to learn how to be famous in the business? Don't be married. Say I'm married, but I like women. And all the broads have men, you know, they take their vibrators out. They have fantasies about you. That's what makes you a hottie. The minute they know you are married and you're and you're sincere to your marriage, is you become a bore. So he's gorgeous, he's hot, he's sexy, and he's hung, and he fools around. And he fools around. Oh, so you man. broad you broads out there, you could dig it. Teresa disagrees. 
Oh, no, that's B. That's B who disagrees. Oh, well, B, you know B. Oh, and Ron and Teresa says, no, not Ron. No, Ron, not Steve. Well, there you go. So Steve's got all kinds of fans already who are who, no, who are in our I, show. I think Steve is a ladies' man because he's so sexy and handsome. How could he not be? <laughs> I bet you the broads throw their panties at him. So here's oh, I wish. Thing. I haven't had any yet, so that's, that'd be <laughs> It'll, Listen, it's, it's I'm trying happen. to I'm trying to sell you as a sex. No, I, I appreciate that. Okay. Actually, uh anytime you are I, so I, I you Thank are you. So, I appreciate that. You are um, really handsome. You have a sexy voice. And I'm sure, you have, I'm sure you have a beautiful body. Are you fat and disgusting or thin? And no, nice? he's not fat. No, I'm I'm thin and athletic. I, I work out at least probably three to five times a week. So, Girls, he's got muscles. I stay toned. You know, that's what's going to make you famous is if you're a sex symbol and, and an actor as well. If you're a good actor and good on the eye, those are the ingredients that make stardom. So first of all, though, because Steve's got an unusual story. Let's hear it. Not um, you, what's that? Well, because you're a military man. So first we want to say True. thank you. Thank you for your service. Steve was a longtime military man who flew helicopters. Uh, and uh, now and then he retired from the military and decided to caught the acting bug, which he still which is kind of cool, because how many like actors, you know, who could actually fly the helicopter in the movie? <laughs> Our friend very Shane. few, very few. <laughs> Oh, that's true, Shane. Well, we do know somebody else, believe Our it or not. Very good friend, Shane. He's 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 a stuntman, and he flies helicopters in every helicopter movie. And and, and we also should, we should introduce and him. also Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas, my other buddy, oh. Arlene Dolce. Man, that's I haven't heard that name in a while. Lorenzo Lamas, man, that, oh, that Lorenzo, he's been around. Yeah. That, that's because Lorenzo was out there somewhere flying around. Lorenzo, <laughs> Lorenzo's a way out guy. I love him to death. He's a yeah. very very nice friend of mine. Um, but we should introduce you to Shane because he's got a, a, a something with the helicopter. What does he do? Yeah, I don't know. He's a helicopter pilot. I don't no, know but he's exactly. got something else. He's a. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's an actor. You probably know him. He plays always Germans or Nazis. He's or... always like in the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies because he's friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Uh, okay. Um, but you gotta Get like to the Yes. Yes. So you guys, first of all, too, you can follow Steve. He's on. Uh, uh, Twitter, it's at Steve Ham Actor, and Ham is H A M M, so S T E B E H A M M Actor. Um, what are you on Instagram? Uh, I think it's uh, Steve Ham underscore Actor, I believe, if I'm okay, not mistaken. Steve Ham underscore Actor um, there. So tell us, so you, because usually, you know, like you had such a different career. Like, how did you go from like, okay, I'm a helicopter pilot flying in the war, and now I'm going to be in movies? Well, like you said, it is an interesting story. Um, I'm not sure where the idea actually came from. Um, I was about six months out from our official retirement, and it was a weekend, and I just had this idea come across me that, you know, hey, acting sounds kind of a cool thing to do. So I, uh, you know, did some, I did a Google search uh, for uh, acting or workshops or, or, or agencies, I should say, and uh, I was in uh, Tennessee at the time. So Nashville was the closest up spot for me. And I did happen to find one one place that uh, was offering weekend workshops. And uh, they basically did uh, cold reads. So if anyone who doesn't know what that is, you know, you're given a script that's you had never seen it before and you acted out on stage the best you can. So it was a weekend workshop. Uh, we did that for two days. And uh, after being on stage and being able to relive some of these great moments, you know, in these films that I really enjoyed watching. Um, it was just, it was exhilarating. It was uh, like freedom, liberating. And this, the acting bug hit me right then and there. And I was like, this is something I want to pursue. But as any, uh, you know, new actor would tell you that, you know, it takes time to get yourself established, developed, you know, and experience and stuff. So 
uh, once I did Fisher retire, moved up to Ohio, got myself established there. And then I found an agency who would, who would represent me and, uh, the rest is history. So he's been in a movie with Harley and Katie. Oh God. I love Katie. Enigma with Harley Wall and Katie. And Wall. Har- Har- also Dennis Haskins, you guys, who was the principal on well, Saved wait, by the Bell Har- and TJ, Har- TJ Storm. Harley's such a good friend of ours. And his wife is so adorable. He's coming on too, November fourth. Yeah, I love the both of them. Um, so how was it working for Harley? He might be a prick to work for. No, no, I don't think I don't think it was Harley's film. It wasn't a Harley film, right? Harley was just no, in it. No, it was his film actually. Oh, it was so his film. He, was he directing? Yeah. Was he directing? Yeah, he was. He directed it. Yeah. Is he is he good? Because you know sometimes as friends they're wonderful, but as directors they're mean. Was he, <laughs> no. Was he good? Was he nice? He was nice. I had a great experience. One, I mean, he's one I didn't tough. Have any He's a real tough son of a bitch. You know that. Yeah. I, I, in a good I way. Know, yeah. In a good way. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, you it know? was fine. Uh, it was, uh, you know, we uh, met him up in Michigan, took about a couple hours to do the, the filming of, of the scene, and uh, that was it. So, but no, it was a pleasant experience. You know how I see you casted right now in a commercial? That voice of yours is incredible. You have a very handsome voice. Well, it's thank a, you. No, the word is handsome. <laughs> no, if I heard you on the radio and never saw yeah. you, yeah. your voice your voice is so handsome that we would assume you're handsome. So oh. you, should, you should use that voice. You should get a commercial because it'll pay the rent while you're well, to work in film. I've uh, I've actually uh, started uh, a, a voiceover uh, career as well. I've got my own recording equipment and uh, editing software at home, and I'm actually in the process of uh, unfortunately still editing an audio book, which I'm going to get done here soon, but. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I would love to get into more uh, voiceover stuff or even radio. That's fine. I mean, it's uh, it's very exciting uh, stuff right there, and it and it pays really well. That's that's true. That would be nice as well. But uh, we, you know. we, last week we had Mona. What's her name? Mona. She plays the Jewish lady cartoon. No, she she plays car. Um, no, the uh, one of the, a bunch of the characters on South Park for okay. twenty twenty one years. Wow. Fucking woman's loaded. She's got more money than God. <laughs> I'm sure. I am definitely sure. Yeah, there's definitely money in the business. Um, you just have to uh, find the the right you know role or, or the the right gig and uh, let it take off from there. So, I mean, I uh, I've got several uh, you know voiceover demo reels on my website that I, I've recorded, and uh, you know I, I keep I'll I'll put it out there every so often, you know, and see what bites. But it's just one of those things where you just got to be consistent, you know, and. Um, and just be determined regardless, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, when your time's come, your time comes, you just gotta just be hopeful. The people now, in the is, channel- is your wife squeak, squeak, squeamish about you making love with say like Sarah French or one of these beautiful steps you grow? Uh, I can honestly say that I would not uh, have a scene like that, to be honest with you. Um, it's just, uh, it, I would feel uncomfortable to do that. So if, if that takes me out of some roles and stuff, then that's fine. But, uh, That'll take you out of all roles. You could. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, all the leading man ones, though. Well, no, I mean, if I were casting, I would cast you as a lead romantic, and I would expect you to make love to another actress. You know, when the cameras are rolling and there's 100 people around, it's not sex anymore. It's bullshit. No. Yeah. You don't even I, think sex. You don't even Right, think. yeah. Actually, I mean, you could be like an action hero, though. That would be a, a good, I would a good thing for me uh, with my prior military stuff, and I mean I've I've dealt with you know different types of weapons, you know how to handle them and shoot them. Um, so to me, you know, a military role or an action role, you know, would definitely uh, uh, be be suitable in my wheelhouse. Well, or a cop detective role as well. 
If they're crazy, he plays a lot of those. Yeah, I play cops all the time. Uh, uh, if they're crazy enough to make a clown motel th- three, I'll tell Joe Kelly to cast you because okay. they always, they always, it's about. I played General Milan in the last one. We just shot it a couple of weeks ago. Finished it, and I played General Milan. So it's just so desperate they get an old gay guy to play a general. <laughs> so you know, with you, they could get the real McCoy. That's true. Um, yeah, I've, you know, the strangest thing is that uh, being former military, I, I don't get a lot of military uh, requests or roles to, to play. And uh, the ones that I do try for, for some reason, I don't get. So it, well, it's, it's kind of confusing to me. That's up to Jimmy to get your name out to the right people. And he's doing a great job of that. Yeah, that, I appreciate that, that. That's how you get known. You know, I tell so many people this and they say, oh, that's because he's your husband and you want the business i say fuck you the business why we get rich from the pittance he gets he doesn't get the three thousand dollars like some of these phonies do so i said no we do it because we care and jimmy cares and i care i mean that's why you're on the show we're on the show to get you out there so people will know who you are now we've established you're handsome with a great voice and you're an actor now let's get these producers and people out there to give this guy a break come on fellas absolutely audition yes, him. audition let him read for you you know audition him when you when you did enigma dude did you get to work did you get to meet tj storm I did not know tj storm we see him at all the red carpets he's a really oh, cool guy and, and yeah when, I, when, I can tell when this virus is gone and we go back to red carpets, Jimmy will invite you to all the red carpets. He lives though in Detroit. He lives oh, where? Ohio. Ohio, and he lives in Ohio. He lives near Harley. Oh, what are you doing in Ohio? Actually, I thought I thought Harley moved actually to uh, L.A. Didn't he? No, no, he didn't move. He comes here a lot though. I thought, oh. he, I thought Harley lives in Illinois. No, he lives in uh, Illinois. He I thought he Michigan. Lived. Yeah, yeah Detroit. Michigan. He lives in Michigan. Yeah, so yeah. So you I'm should. Ha- I'm you halfway in between uh, Cleveland and uh, and Toledo, so. You should be in New York or L.A. if you're in the business. What's in Ohio? His family. Uh, well, family. My family, for one, yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, commercial stuff here, and uh, um, some mostly independent uh, work is around here as well. So it's a good place to get your feet wet. Um, but, yeah, if you want something bigger, you definitely have to go to the bigger markets. And, you know, it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, I have, uh, uh, you know, uh, Submitted to casting sites all, all around the place, and uh, my uh, my agent, uh, she's got and she's got me a manager who actually is in L.A. Um, his name is uh, Al Honorado. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of him before. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's my manager out in L.A. And uh, I just actually recently got new headshots taken as well. So um, hopefully he can get them soon and, and you know and spread those around and see who who might you know be takers on that. So I'm doing everything within my power to to you know be. Uh, uh, modern and progressive, you know, and up to date and stuff. And it's just a matter of, you know, getting your foot in the right door, basically. And you yeah, haven't been doing wait, it that long. I got a new, I got news for you. The red carpets are the best way to meet the world because everybody goes to everybody's friend's movie and they're all big wigs, you know, producers, directors, actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would suggest you jump in your helicopter and fly to LA. <laughs> I wish I had one. <laughs> you know, for all of the red carpets that you should come to. If, if you go to all the red carpets, the people in the biz will know you. Then they'll push for you. They'll say, oh, by the way, you're looking for this guy. Well, I know somebody who could fill the role good. What are you going to do in Ohio? Press grapes? Well, I mean, I got my day job, which pays the bills. So uh, I got that going yeah. for me. And, uh, you know, I do the acting on the uh, 
on my off weeks when I'm not working. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a fine balance that I have to you know maintain and, uh, it's, it's working so far. Um, so when I'm at work, I'm at work, obviously focused on that. And then when I'm off, I'm focused on my acting and, and voiceover stuff. So, um, you know, if the right thing comes along, we'll see how it goes, you know, but, uh, well, I I have, keep doing what I'm doing. I have a very good instinct. I'm in the business 67 years, 64, wow. 64 years. The fuck do I remember? I'm old. Leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> 60, I'm in the business 64 years. Uh, I have met the people who I said, you'll never make it silently to myself. And I've met the people who I said, you're going to be a big star, like Bernadette Peters. You know, I knew Bernie when we were oh, wow. little. And I said, oh, you're going to be some star. And she said, you think so? I said, I know so. And also a few other people. And I have a gut feeling that you, you have all the qualifications to be great and good. You just, you. Gotta, you just got to fight the breaks. The breaks suck. Oh, I know. Well, like I said, I, you know, I'm old enough where I, I know what I like. I know what I want. And how, and, old, uh, how old are you? You're young. You're 49. And you're a baby yet. But I'm 80 years old, so you're a baby. You could be my grandson. Um, all all right. I can say to you is it's not an easy business. It's a hard Oh, I know. Business. Yeah. But you know what? The crumbs they throw you when you do them, they're so joyous, it's worth it. Oh, I you agree. Know, you know, the little bit that you get. But I have a hunch about, I have a hunch with you, believe me. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to keep you in my eye. Uh, okay. I don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is, but there's something about you. They think you should be James Bond because they're trying talking about who's going to be the next James Bond. <laughs> he could. He could. They think that they, you have a good look to be the next James Bond. No, it's not a look. No, no. He I just need a British accent. That's all. <laughs> no, I'm not going by his looks. I just, I just counted his looks. There's a power in his personality that I can feel, and we're on TV, and I could feel the power that you have coming to me. Um, Rock Hudson had this power. Quite a few, my friend Tab Hunter had this power. Quite a few actors have this power that when they say something, it matters. It goes right directly to you. Some people talk for hours and you say to yourself, what the fuck are they saying? You know, but you are clear, your voice is clear, and you've got power. There's something about, there's a light Trust me, five years from now, if I'm still here, we'll talk. Well, you'll still be here. I, I can see that. But no, I appreciate that. Um, I no, think I'm a serious. lot of that. And I blow smoke up no one's ass and I don't bullshit anybody well, for any reason. Appreciate that. Yeah. What's the point? You know? Oh, exactly. So hold yeah. on. Let's also tell people. So you have a movie on Amazon Prime, right? Called Common Creed? Yes, that is correct. Um, tell us. So oh, you're working. What do you tell us? A, tell us a little bit about. Tell us. Give us a, like a two minute or a one minute synopsis, and uh, so, so people can tune into it. Yeah, it's called uh, Common Creed: The Epidemic, um, and it's based on the actual uh, writer's uh, personal uh, life story. So it deals with the uh, the opioid epidemic that was happening in Cleveland uh, uh, way back when, few, several years ago. And uh, I play the mayor, and basically, um, my daughter. Uh, is in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, she gets killed. And, you know, it, that hits home to me. So now I want to find out, you know, figure out how to, how to fix the problem. Well, of course, you know, every politician's got their dirty side as well. So, you no. know, he's, yeah, unfortunately <laughs> so. But, um, no, it, uh, it just deals with mo mostly hit, uh, the director's life story or say the writer's life story. And um, it just, it was, it was good to play that role because I got to, experience, you know, several uh, ranges, you know, being upset, being uh, scared a little bit, you know, being a very forceful 
And uh, it's those all fit into my wheelhouse. So, you know, you give, you give me a, a role or a position of some sort of power authority. And because of the, the military background that I have and the things that I've had to do and, and deal with, it just comes very natural to me to kind of take charge, take charge of that. That's the fucking energy I'm talking about. That's the strength I'm talking about. You have got that. Maybe it's the military training. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. But if you said to me, jump off the roof, I would. Because, <laughs> no, because you're that right. convincing. Listen, acting is convincing the oh, audience I, that I who you are is real. And right. some people don't know how to do that. They act like their mother, you know, and, and it yeah. goes nowhere. But if you yeah. do a role, you will act, your power will absolutely make me believe you are the character. That's the definitive answer for you. You're finished. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. I no, actually, I, I, it's good. Don't lose it. Do not. Oh, no, I won't. It. I, 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 I've hired a, uh, or I'm working with an acting coach out of LA, actually. Her name is uh, Shannon Yankserek. So I'm going to give a shout out to her. Yeah, but, um, but to, uh, she's, uh, times. acting what? coaches, acting schools and no, I never went to a school or had a coach, and I'm a damn good actor. It's either in you or it's not. Um, I don't well, like, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like coaches. They sort of change what you've got. Sometimes they could take the magic out of you uh, because they don't care for it, or they see you as a different thing, and they talk you into being something else that you're not. Go with your gut instinct. Oh, go I do. With, I, go I make with your, choices. Yeah, your strength, your power, your looks. Use all your tools, and you're going to be a success. Actually, everybody in the chat room like loves you. He's First really- of all, you guys, is the name of the movie. The name of the movie was Common Creed, and literally, right. B. Claudia. She's in Germany. She's like the coolest lady on the planet Earth. And she's sitting here going, I'm fangirling. So, number one, she wants to know if you sing because she loves your voice. It's beautiful voice. No, then, I don't sing, unfortunately. Um, and, probably wouldn't then, want to hear me sing. <laughs> and she wants to know if you do any, like, male modeling for anything or in commercials and stuff because she thinks that you, like, are gorgeous. Well, uh, it's kind of funny that that was asked. Um, I actually did just recently get uh, get booked to be one of the uh, – a, a male model for a 2021 fashion calendar in the Cleveland area. So uh, I do my, my shoot here in a couple of weeks, actually. There you go. Uh, are you near Columbus, Ohio? About two hours away. Oh, if ever you have anyone that needs a good lung specialist. <laughs> oh, you, our dear friend. No, seriously, send them to, <laughs> no, send them to my, uh, very, my very dearest and best friend, Alan Rudnick. He's the head of the Columbia, Columbia Hospital, is it? Is there a Columbia I Hospital? Don't know. That I don't know. Know. He doesn't know. Anyway, he's Alan Ruddick is the head of some fucking hospital. And if ever you have problem with your lungs, go to Alan Rudnick. He's my very best dearest friend. And he's a damn fucking good doctor. And his wife is adorable. I love her. So hold on. Let's go. Okay. Hold. So you guys also, you, you don't really see him a lot, but there's another movie. We actually watched this movie uh, before I even knew knew that you, you were in it. But it's called Acts of Violence. It's a great yes. movie. Yes. Uh, with Bruce Willis, Cole Hauser, Sean Ashmore, and Sophia Bush. I love Are all of them. Serious? You never talk. See, I don't research our guests. I thought he was some kid, kid just starting off. He is kind no. of just starting off, but he's well, getting. I am. With, with with the cast like that, he's not starting off. He, he's not in the two dollar movies that shoot in two days. No, he's not. Uh, he's, he's in major films with major stars. Yeah, he's not doing like that. The was, uh, what, am, what am I giving him this inspirational bullshit? Oh, for? that's fine. You still give me inspiration. We all need no, inspiration you, at times. You, yes. You're on your way. Fuck you. Uh-huh. I don't need to waste my time. <laughs> You're on your way. No, he's like when you have there's certain people who have to do like 50. Repeat the people in the 50 movie. 50 people. Repeat the people in the movie. Bruce Willis, Cole Hauser, Sean Ashmore, and Sophia Bush. Yeah. Shitty actors, right? Nobody. 
Nobody knows who they are. Even his, even Enigma, Harley's film has a lot of big people because TJ Storm it, is getting really yeah. big. Dennis Haskins yeah. is really yeah. big. Yeah. Then he has another movie, Crisis in the Valley. I don't know what that one actually is. Um, but I, it says he has four upcoming projects on IMDb, oh, well, and we're in a we're in a project together called Serial Dreaming, but it kind of has faltered. I'm not is, sure what's going on with it. Is he going to be in any of my movies? Not yet. Oh, we might be working together. Wouldn't that be fun? We're then working on it. He's on my pitch list. Then you can inspire me. He's on my he, he, he's on my pitch list. So good. Yeah. So yeah. That would be fun. That whole I know. Thing with, I know. With, what, acts of, with acts of violence, that was a. Uh, um, lucky break on that one because I was initially uh, booked for uh, uh, background extra and uh, the director at the last minute uh, decided to take me and this other lady, our actress, and uh, put us actually into the uh, the main scene uh, to make uh, the scene more realistic and believable. So yeah, it just was for fortunate to be there. That's all. You don't want to do atmosphere. I never, I've been offered atmosphere over my 64 years yeah, and I never yeah, took it. Yeah. I said, I'm an actor. I'm not atmosphere. You can, you know, atmosphere, people walking around that bullshit background, uh, people. I said, they're, they're a dime a dozen. You could pick them up off the street. I'm an actor. You give me lines or you go fuck yourself. That's but, so funny. Cause like in Teresa saying that you don't toot your own horn. That's what, what you got me to do. <laughs> She says you're like all down to earth. But yes, for someone who hasn't been doing it very long, he's had some great credits. He's got lots of things great coming credits. up. I mean, forget about it. Lots he's got of better credits up. than people I know in the business 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that now. They're still playing mummies or vampires or whatever the frig. Okay, so let's do some hypothetical questions. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. You, you uh, fooled me with this Oh, wait, this before guy. we do that, they want to know a little bit about like, like flying the helicopters. No, I'm going to go sure. personal. Does your wife love the fact that or like the fact you're an actor? Uh, she supports it, but she uh, afraid she, of it. Well, not not afraid of it. It's just the fact that you know it's one of those jobs where you know you don't always have consistent work. You don't always get consistent pay all the time unless you're like a really established actor. Oh, oh, really? So it's it's really hard for her to wrap her head around that. But she does it's, support me in it. It's, it's really? called feast or famine, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Really, thank you. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, she afraid because so many Hollywood marriages don't survive. I know this isn't a Hollywood marriage. No, 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 no. But I know. Don't interrupt me. I'll punch you right in the nose. I could do that. I'm married. Um, yeah. I know a few couples that. Um, uh, I can't give their names, but he's a pretty famous actor, and he was married to his childhood sweetheart, and when, as he became famous. He got big in the head or whatever, yeah. and the, and the marriage fell apart because he looked at his wife as just an ordinary woman and not the women that he was socializing with these superstar yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, a lot of wives of actors are afraid of that that they're going to lose their husband to the business and the new lifestyle. Is your wife secure enough to not think that? We, I think she is. We've had some discussions about that, and you know, I think. By the fact that um, one, for my um, enlisted background in the military, um, that's made me very uh, grounded and, and humbled in a lot of things that I do. So um, I would obviously never forget where I came from, and I don't think no matter how big I got for the, the, the entertainment business, you know, I, I don't foresee myself being better than my spouse or anyone else that I work with, for that matter. You know, it's just that that's that's not who I am. So to me, everyone you know, needs to be treated equally until you know they they don't treat you the same, and then it's like you gotta let them know, hey, look, you know that that's not right. But yeah, that's well, just where I stand with that. 
That works for some people. The, the day I win my Oscar for best performance, I leave Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I would never it, leave it's her. O- it's over, baby. I'm an Oscar winner. They love, though. Everybody in the chat room loves how grounded you are. Well, he's They honest. love the way you look. They love how grounded you are. They love your voice. I mean, you're like you're making fans all over the place. So you guys watch hey, all great. his movies. You got to watch all his movies. Now, if you and listen up, hold on, I'm not done. If you guys like him, find him on IMDb. Share his IMDb link on Twitter uh, and Facebook and in social media, and 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 tell people, hey, this is a great actor. You guys should hire him because if people go to his IMDb, his number goes up, and if his number goes up, it helps increase his chances, you know, to getting better roles. Yeah, I was trying to get a point across because B'll do it for sure. No, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, so we'll go to my hypotheticals. All right, so, sure. um, so you could be in any movie that's ever been made in the history of movies. What movie would you have liked to have been in? And number two, bucket list male and female actor that you think would be awesome to work with. Well, films made right now. There's two atop of my list. So one is uh, the Equalizer with Denzel Washington. Um, I love that movie, and I, I love him as an actor. He is amazing. And the other one would be uh, one of the, the John Wick series with Keanu Reeves. I really enjoy watching him work as well. He's a very ground individual as well, so I, I like everything that he stands for and does. So um, those are two films I would love to have been in, or you know, if there's any more going to be made, I'd love to be in those and work with one of those two guys. Um, female actresses, God, um, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, I guess you know there's icons like uh, like Meryl Streep would be nice to work with. Um, eh. uh, no, well that's me. Everybody, no, I know everybody says that, but I'm a, I'd be Charlize Theron all the way. Well, yeah, that would be awesome to work with her too. She's made some great films, so yeah, she would definitely be uh, one of the, like top five on my list as well. So, but I've never really. I'm an old gay man, and I would insist there be kissing scenes if I were in a movie with Charlize. <laughs> I mean, there's right? no way. That woman is so magnificently gorgeous. She is. She is. Magnificently yeah. gorgeous. I watched her in that latest film that she was in. Um, God, I can't remember the name of it right now. but uh, that, that Netflix one, The Order yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Watch, we watch everything she does. Yeah. She's got energy and magnitude. Yeah. She that shoots she- out. She makes you believe she's gorgeous. She does. She's very, uh, very uh, professional and very committed to her work. So I do. Uh, very I, I can appreciate that. How, I, I how, like about, how about Angelina Jolie? Sure. Anytime. No problem. <laughs> you know, she grew up in my house. She's my daughter, Deirdre's good friend for years. I no, know I did her. not. I, nice. knew her, I knew her when she was Angie Voigt. And I tell everybody her boobs. Oh, wow. Her boobs and her lips are real because she had those when she was 14 years old. Angie is a sweetheart. I love her. Go back to Charlize Theron because I like I, I, I'm i a big fan of the Fast and Furious series. I actually uh, I actually did the costume design on the second one. And oh. uh, and so like I got to meet like a lot of cool people. And so I'm a, and I loved her in like the last Fast and Furious movie. Now, we in. don't brag when we name drop. It's our show. And it's what entertains people. Everybody wants to know who we know, what we know, where we go and what we do. And sometimes I'm embarrassed because we sound like two morons just dropping names to impress. That's not what it is all is at all. This is our TV show. And this is why we're the 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 the, we were voted the best uh, web show in the world by two newspapers. And also we have four point five million people watching you right now. So it's crazy. Wow. It's, Teresa Saban thinks you should work with Angelina Jolie. He likes that one. Well, I hope to see Angie because she just moved to L.A. She lives in town now with her children. 
in the uh, I forgot whose mansion, one of the old producers of old Hollywood, or next to my friend Sue Wong. So I probably will run into Angie again, and I'll suggest it. Hey, I got maybe she'll fall. Oh no, we don't want to say that. That's okay. Keep she, in touch. She with... marries all the leading men, so we keep keep in touch. <laughs> keep in touch with keep in touch with uh, Harley because Harley makes like five movies a year, and yes. then and oh, then when, know, we, yeah. when, and when the COVID thing ends, they will come here. Uh, for the red carpets, and then we, you know, then you can go to the red carpet and meet a lot of fun people. It's a lot of fun. Oh, Every, I'd be happy to. everybody w goes in and out. I mean, they come in, they go with the red carpet. I mean, I've met so many uh, new people in the business, as well as old people in the business. It's it's right now the best networking place to be is a red carpet because you're socialized. Yeah. And, then, and then you go to the after party and you can bullshit whatever whoever you want with. You know. We get in movies all time all the time from we, that. We go all the time. <laughs> hey, whatever works, you know. I know the whole networking. Actually, you're very good at it though. You you on Facebook you put very cool like inspirational kinds of things. Uh, on Twitter, you're very in, interactive with everybody, and that's basically what you do because that's just social media networking. You know, and that's, that's how you. It. Yeah. No lie. At red carpets, I've had people come over to me and say, hey, Ron, I'm sending you a script and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it now. Are you interested? I said, I'm interested in anything. What do I care? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know. I'm pretty much the same way, too. You know, um, there's probably a, a small list of things that, that I, I won't do. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I'm open to buy anything. I won't do nudes because they won't ask me. <laughs> 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 but no, a lot of a lot of our friends do do nudes. Like the gal that was just on before you, Sarah French, who's breathtakingly beautiful. Oh yeah, she, she is. She looks like Kim Novak, the old actress. Actually, ask him if he knows who Kim Novak is. You know who Kim Novak is? I've heard the name. I can't. Vertigo, Vertigo with James Stewart. Jim oh, Stewart, okay. Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, and okay. uh, she's done a score of movies naked, and uh, what a beautiful body she's got absolutely magnificently created and now she's one of the top actresses because of one movie uh, blind yeah i'm sure so, so good that she's everybody needs that one big break she got a really good break and yeah now and taking, you and, and you and need the to same get thing that will happen too. to you we need you to get one big break because i think yeah. that once, once people actually see you in a in something that's big enough that a lot of people see i think you're going to take off you know what we yeah, should do i would agree Jimmy, before we have our guests on, we should put their headshots up because you really can't see how handsome he is. He's so dark. The room is dark. If we had a headshot of him, it makes it clearer. There we go. Now she's making it so you can there see you him. There you go, George Clooney. Oh, Jesus. If he doesn't look like George Clooney. Oh, my God. Close it. You really look like George Clooney. What color are your eyes? Blue? Blue. Oh, my God. He's got blue eyes, too. Girls, stop fainting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh hey, yeah. Okay. What one of our girls in the chat room said, give me time. I have to replace the batteries in my vibrator. They're, no, they're already asking. <laughs> they're, they're, they're saying, when's he coming back? When's he ah, coming back? You got a fan base. Like, so you're getting a fan base from that, wow. which is terrific. Fan bases are, are like wonderful. They're wonderful to yeah, have. No, I agree. So tell us, they want to know a little bit about being a helicopter pilot for the Army. Tell us a little sure. bit about it. So uh, when I uh, joined up, actually, initially I was a helicopter mechanic. And then, of course, after, you know, you hang around pilots for a while, you get that bug to go fly. So uh, I applied and got accepted into the flight training program and uh, been flying ever since uh, 1999. And uh, it's it's a very uh, unique skill. I mean, you, 
and for people who ask me a lot, you cannot transfer being a helicopter pilot to an airplane pilot. It's two totally separate different things. Um, basically, because the airplane is meant to fly and a helicopter is not. No. But uh, so I flew a uh, what's called a, a Kiowa Warrior, the OH-58 Delta Romeo model. You can, you can Google that thing if you want. Um, it's an armed reconnaissance helicopter. So our main goal or main job was to do reconnaissance, but we also uh, carried a... Uh, a uh, working uh, machine gun with rockets and uh, help our missiles so we could uh, get into a little uh, bit of a, of a fight if we needed to, to defend ourselves. And uh, so it was a lot of fun to fly. Uh, worked with a lot of great uh, people. My my cab brothers and sisters are awesome. And now that I'm done with that, now I fly for Life Flight. So it's, uh, it was an easy skill to transfer over to. So now uh, I still help people um, in their time of need and I still get to fly. So it's best of both worlds. I, we, my daughter and I took a helicopter from Heathrow Airport in England to the to the London Airport, and it was the greatest experience to be sitting in that helicopter, not feeling like you're moving, and looking down at all the beautiful mansions and homes in the, the greenscape of England, and we were fascinated by helicopter flight. Then years later, we used to take the helicopter from New York to go to uh, the gambling casinos in Atlantic City. That was an interesting flight. Then one of <laughs> One of the helicopters crashed and killed a bunch of people in the East River, so we wouldn't go back on the helicopter. Do you think they're dangerous? They can be if if you get complacent and you don't uh, appreciate uh, the how dangerous the whole flying thing is. So, um, I have definitely developed you know good uh, good um, safety uh, skills you know and, and things and and basically uh, an air sense about me that you know I. I'm, I'm a very cautious pilot. Um, I don't do anything reckless. Uh, obviously, I would, if I did, I wouldn't have the job I have now. So, but uh, you know, I'm I'm very I'm very conservative, um, and you know, I follow my checklist as necessary. And uh, you just got to keep focused on what you're doing. You know, regardless of who your passengers are, because when you carry passengers, you know, it's not just your life; it's theirs as well. So, but if you keep to your your checklist and, and things that you do that that keep you safe day in day out, then there's no problem. So, what is have, the what is the most common reason for a helicopter crash? Well, um, I'd have to say, unfortunately, probably uh, pilot error is a big major contributor. Um, people get complacent in what they do. Um, they'll take shortcuts and stuff sometimes. And uh, I think if you're, especially if you're single engine, that the engine, you know, uh, going out would, would be a, a big problem. So, uh, but I fly a dual engine aircraft, so uh, it's it's very, uh, very safe, very efficient. And uh, we have great uh, mechanics that maintain them. So uh, it's... Oh. To, to tell people, like you said, you fly reconnaissance. Tell people what that actually means. So I'll say any given uh, day we go out and we're given, uh, okay, you know, like a uh, intel scenario, what's going on, you know, in, in the area that we're, we're, uh, we're working in. And we'll go out there and they'll give us certain uh, hotspots or points to check out to see, you know, what's going on there. So, you know, are they uh, growing some illegal crops or are they trying to hide some weapons or whatever based on the intel that we get. So we get the intel, we go out there, we investigate, and we just develop the situation uh, as best we can with all the uh, equipment you know we have on board. We have you know uh, TV cameras, we have thermal imaging, we have a whole bunch of resources at our disposal. So uh, we just check it out and you know and and bring the information back to the command center, and they can determine from there whether anything needs to be uh, you know actioned on from that point. So. What we did was very important because it provided the eyes on the ground that the, the command element needed and uh, to either, you know, confirm or deny, you know, what's going on. So 
That's yeah. like dangerous as hell. Did you ever? <laughs> did, you, did you ever fly like a police helicopter where they put the light no. down in the street and they followed the, the uh, suspect? I thought that was fascinating how they do that. Yeah, it is. The interesting thing for me is that before I got out, I did actually apply to be a pilot for a police department. I won't say which one. And uh, they came back telling me that uh, I didn't have the qualifications they were looking for, which when you take what they needed compared to what I did in the military, it was almost the exact same thing, just different words. So I don't quite understand it, but I think they just wanted to hire from within. So now I'm going to leave it at that. Well, give us who the person is and we'll have everybody (laughs) write him and tell him he's an asshole. (laughs) No, like that. so you guys, this is Steve Ham. Uh, we're gonna definitely have him back. We want to turn Steve Ham, no relation to John Ham, right? Oh, I've... well, he's actually like a cousin of mine, distant cousin. So, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no relation. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That was good though. You had it going. Only because his crotch, his crotch is the most photographed <laughs> actor. And I he is a good-looking dude. I'll tell you that much. There's no, no doubt he, about that. He also hangs to the right, and he's gigantic. <laughs> so you know, thought maybe if you were related, that's another plus. The women really go nuts now. So no, I do on, have a distant cousin, uh, the uh, famous soccer player Mia Hamm. Though on the other hand, that's a different story. So it, oh, is she okay. really? You're from, no, no. no. <laughs> that was good well, though. That, that's like Jane Russell was my mother. People yeah. think that oh. was, Jane, Jane and I were best friends. We hung out together all the time. And no matter where we went, they would sometimes think I was her husband. They'd say, Mr. Russell. And I wasn't the least bit offended because that's my name. And Jane would say, see, we should get married and you won't get upset. Most of my husbands, when they were called Mr. Russell, got upset. <laughs> so there you go. So you guys can follow Steve on Twitter. It's at Steve Ham Actor. Just plug in Steve Ham on Instagram. It'll come up. I think it's Steve Ham underscore actor. He's also on Facebook. Check out Enigma, Common Creed is on Amazon Prime. I think it's free if you have Amazon Prime, you guys. So you can watch Common Creed. Um, he's got a bunch of new upcoming projects. Uh, support him on social media. Follow him. And if, you, if you're an indie filmmaker and you're looking for like a, a totally like good-looking, great-voiced guy who can act uh, for your film, check him out. He's here. And what's your website? www.stevehamm2ms.org. Um, it's a... Uh, very uh, comprehensive site, uh, links to all my social media on there, uh, photo galleries, a resume, uh, everything's there. So, yeah, be all, by all means, check it out, and it'll tell you everything about me. You know, Steve, I look so forward to making a movie with you, and I hope that we play identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can pull that off. Sure, no problem. It'll be fun. You never like no so <laughs> Identical twins, that would be a riot. That's a good script. I think I'm going to write it. <laughs> Hey, you got to have fun with everything that you do. I mean, could you imagine saying we're identical twins in the movie? People would go hysterical. But anyway. Well, there was a movie called Twins with the what? Schwarzenegger and DeVito, remember? Yeah, that's right. Right. That was a great movie, too. They were were not supposed to be identical. No, they weren't identical. You and I I would play identical. How tall are you? 6'1". See that? Oh, yeah. He's like six foot. I'm six. We're perfect. Yeah, exactly. We, We do look exactly alike, and we look as young as we do. I mean, I look like I was maybe a few minutes younger than you when I was born. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. So everybody follow him. Please support him. I call him George Clooney from now on. (laughs) Hey, whatever works for you. I mean, I'm happy. He's a a great, successful actor. So he's a wonderful person as well. Yeah, I'm sure. uh, I met George Clooney at a red carpet. 
Uh, no, actually not. It was a, it was a, you know, a, like a 30 seconds. Oh, it was a vodka. It was absolute vodka thing for a friend of ours who had a movie. And he was in the lobby and my daughter, who loves him, walked up to him and started talking to him. And I followed and talked to him. And he's the most charming, nicest guy in the world. And he also has a voice like yours. Yeah, he does. He has a good voice. But George Clooney is a regular Joe. He's a good guy. All right, everybody. So we've got to go, Steve. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We're out of time. We want to thank everybody in the chat room for tuning in. Please support Steve. Follow him in social media and, and check out uh, all his films. And, and as he has new films coming up, we'll bring him back and we'll talk again about whatever yeah. new he's got Thanks going on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Rebel, see thank you. you in everybody the in the chat room, thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.